Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. You can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today, I'm being interviewed by my friend, the curious girl, who just wanted some clarity on Dom Drop because I didn't really go into every aspect of Dom Drop. I talked about the ending relationship part. And so here's part two of Dom Drop. Dom Drop. Mm. What is it? Does it happen? What is your definition of it? Yes, Dom Drop is real, and my definition of Dom Drop is is a, a failed relationship or a loss of a, of a submissive, and... Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, see, I wasn't thinking of it in that context. Okay, please continue. Well, see, what happens is um, the the most, most of the conversation that's being pushed out there when it comes to... Um, domination and submission is when a sub loses a dime or so on and so forth and what they go through which is like sub drop and then it's this you know this period of loss and you know you don't have anybody that's like you know someone that's guides you or instructs you or do certain things um in your life anymore and we know that the dom submissive relationship is is a little different than a regular relationship it's a little more intricate with certain things so when a person loses that they go through a period of like like loss it's almost like light grieving to a degree. oh sweet jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah yes I just call that the, I just, I just thought that was, I thought that was like the breakup blues. However, I haven't actually gone through that with a dominant submissive dynamic. And I'm, I will, I tell a lie. I am very fearful of it because I know that it's going to be like, oh shit, you know, there's a whole nother part of that relationship that you no longer have. Right. That's different from other relationships. So there's a bigger, it's almost like a bigger component missing, but but to really quickly, what I thought, I always thought subdrop, I'll, I'll refer to subdrop first, uh, was like when you, after a scene or, you know, you're into some heavy play and, you know, you can, you're kind of coming off of that. You can kind of like hit the bottom. That's what I've heard. I've never had subdrop, so I don't know. But this is what I've read. And so I kind of assumed that the same was true for dominance, that coming out of a big scene, it, there's a lot involved. You know, both parties, are, you know, are giving are pushing boundaries and limits and really giving a lot in that moment that, you know, you, with all those endorphins at that high, high, you can kind of crash from that. That's kind of what I thought it was. So... Right. Right, so, so you're talking about something else, so I want to kind of clarify that and then bridge the gap a little bit. All right, cool. So we bridge the gap. So on my podcast, when I spoke of Dom Drop, I'm speaking of the ending of a relationship and how a Dom processes that. And so 
But you're okay. speaking of sub drop is you're absolutely correct. There's there's different aspects of sub drop. So there is the sub drop, like you said, after a scene, if a dominant doesn't do certain things to comfort the submissive, she absolutely can feel drop. Because it's like taking a person up so high in their airplane and then they're you know, pushing them out, right? And their parachute not working. You know, when you when you pull the parachute, mm-hmm. it opens up. You're enjoying the ride down, but you're gliding down. You're not coming straight fast down. Um, so you want to, when you take someone very high up like that, you absolutely want to have certain things. We always talk about, do they have a favorite pillow or blanket or make them some tea? Or, you know, if you've, um, you know, used the whip or a cane or something like that and kind of roughed up their skin a little bit you want to be able to you know give a massage or you know put some soothing ointment on you know you just can't leave them you know yeah they're, they're just well, what about the, but what about the dominant it, it, there are things that you will do that require a lot of you mm-hmm. to, you're giving a lot too do, does do, you know on that same point can't the dominant also experience because I've heard of, of this you know I've heard that mm-hmm. that they can't so but can't I mean don't they also experience a little bit of that too so in my in my experience no I don't I you, think you have not no well let me okay. let me not say no all the way let me give a caveat to that number one when you're doing a scene and the dominant sets the scene up you're going all the way through it. So a dominant mind has to be right. He can't be going through something. You know, he can't mm-hmm. he can't set himself up to fall out the plane without a parachute. That's just yeah. that's just um him not being very prepared. Uh especially or he's too emotional and he doesn't need to be doing it if he's too emotional. You need to be clear of mind, very objective to what you're doing and making sure that you stay on point for aftercare. Now I did mention to you, right? And we joked about this. We didn't joke about it. We laughed about it. When I talked about Nikki and doing that rape scene. And because... That's what I, yeah. And because mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, I can't say most men, but for me, it was very pushing. And even after we did the scene, like I said, she was very relieved and relaxed. And I was kind of like, damn, like, you know, what did I just do? But yeah, you weren't sure how you felt about it. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. But I'm but I knew going in that I was outside of my comfort zone and she knew yeah. that. And yeah. she expressed yeah. to me that she needed that. So I was being there for her, doing things for her, and she and she already really had to anticipate a little bit that I'd be feel, that I would feel a certain kind of way. Based on yeah. my character, who I am to my core, that is completely the opposite, right? And so she knew for me to go there that she might, we might have to have some conversation. So we actually talked about it and she just told me some things. She opened up about some things, why it was important to her. And then, you know, and she definitely kind of rubbed me and, you know, and, you know, just kind of, you know, comforted me, you know. So, but I I can't really say I was feeling, I I guess it could be characterized as drop, but really it was just a little bit of like, whoa. You know, is you know, 
in my that was heavy. It is heavy because you have to get you have to get into this character. So now it's like, is this character like a part of me? Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Of course. Did I like it? Yeah, yeah. You know, so you you go through, you you explore those those thoughts, and uh, you try not to put too much emotion behind it. I mean, I wasn't devastated, but I was kind of like, wow, I just, you know, wow, I just took myself to somewhere else. But, you know, she definitely kind of consoled me. So I guess it could be categorized. See, to me, when you say Dom drop, it's just an absence of, like, if she didn't give me anything, that I would have dropped. You mm-hmm. know, I might have, I could have dropped, right? If I get, if I started feeling, like, bad about it, you know, and she did nothing but, like, oh, okay, don't you know, put her clothes on, like, okay, have a good night, you know, right, or, or right. just, or didn't do anything for me, not even talk to me, or, you know, uh-huh. just rolled over and just, you know. So I can't really say I experienced drop. But I okay. did feel a certain kind of way. But there is different kinds of drops when it come, when we're speaking about the submissive. There is the, if you don't perform aftercare drop, and then there is a relationship drop. And mm-hmm. um, so I have, a, I have a friend, and her and her, her, her master has been together for at least uh, two, three years now. And I remember when she first started, I think they known each other for a few months and they were getting into it. And then he said, look, um, for the next 30 days, you're not going to hear from me. What? And then I'll be back. Exactly. Right. And so uh-huh. he told her some things and, and please forgive me. I, I can't remember all the details, but basically it was like, listen, me and you are good, but I just need 30 days. And so... She was kind of expressing that on this, um, in this joint group that we were in. Uh-huh. And and she was like, you know, I haven't heard from him. You know, like, he's saying this, and I haven't heard from him. So, like, week one, I miss him. I don't understand, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, listen, everybody is different. And then you're getting all these different opinions. Oh, he's not a good, he's not a good time, and this, that, and the other. And why did he leave you? I was like, darling, it's all a test to see if you really want this. And I'm like, and every dominant has their own time frame, their own methods. And I was like, whatever he's doing, he's teaching you something. I was like, for all the things that he's showing you up to this point, right? He is giving you things that you should do on a regular basis. So you need to continue to do those things. You know, I was like, just because you ain't talked to him, don't mean you should not do those things. Uh, you have to understand that this is a test to see if you're worthy of his domination and his his affection. Uh-huh. And so she struggled, you know, week to week to week to week. You know, she said, I haven't heard anything, but I've been sending them my, my you know, my routines, sending them pictures that my bed is made up. You know, these kind of, like, these kind of things that she had, that he had been building in her while they were, um, you know, when they were getting, you know, getting to know one another and really getting into it. And so by the 30th day, you know, when it was open, the 30 days over, he called her. And he just told her, like, you know, how, you know, she did a good job. You know, he appreciated getting the the emails and her keeping with her routine. Long story short. And I was, and, she, and to this day, they're still together. Now, this is two, maybe three years later, they're still together. Yeah. She's very yeah. happy. They're very close. They, they do a lot of things together. I mean, like, they have a relationship. 
and yeah. she's completely happy. And and you know when she goes through some things, she'll ask me some advice or whatever. But for the most part, um, their relationship worked, and I've seen a lot of relationships fail. But I was like I was saying to her, like, listen, forget what everybody's saying. He ain't a good Donna. You don't know any of that. What you do know is he told you to do this. He gave you specific. It it wasn't like it was so vague that he wrote, right? I mean, he gave her specific yeah. instructions. And this is my okay. And this is and this is my thing about submissives. Like, um, I had a, a ex girlfriend of mine say, um, "Well, you know, we never did the DNS thing." I was like, "Nah." I was like, "Because this is this is too much for you." And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, you got too much on your plate already. It's too demanding. What I'm going to require, you just don't have the you don't have the energy for that. You don't have the you don't have the mental compartmentability to do it. You know what I mean? Like you can't compartmentalize. She couldn't compartmentalize her life enough to be a submissive to me. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things you have to you know you have to know you know, who can serve and how they can serve. And he knew that what he was giving her, that she could do it. She just needed to get through those 30 days. And she pushed through those 30 days. And here's the thing, during the 30 days, you 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 know, you know, you got these subgroups, so, you know, you're putting your stuff in the subgroups, and they're like, oh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I'm just like, listen, he gave you strict instructions. And you just yeah. follow. But, and that's my thing with submissives. Like, if I tell us, uh, I had a young lady. She just wanted to wanted me to um, train her, but she just appreciates me giving her advice. So you know, I was like, "Look, all right, well, you know, do the journals." And she would do the journals. I read them. Do the journals. I read them. I respond. And then for a couple of days, I didn't respond. And then on that third day, she didn't send one. She didn't send one. She didn't send one. And then when we talked again. She was like, she said, you know, something, something, something. I was like, hey, what's up with the journals? She said, "Wow, you didn't respond. So I didn't think you, you were, you know, you you were reading them or you you were interested in them." I said, "No, nah, I specifically told you to do them. Like, just do as you're told. Like, you don't you don't deviate. Cause a lot of things with submission and domination is consistency and holding people's feet to the fire. You know, like if you want consistent consistency from me, you have to be consistent to me." You know what I mean? If you want it from me, you, you know have to, where you have to I'm give it consistent. To me. You know where I'm consistent with my submission? Why? How? I, I'm a pain in the ass. Consistent. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But you best believe for him to, for any dominant to continuously <laughs> deal with whatever you feel as though it's a pain in the ass, right? You have to be delivering him something. Uh. I you know, know, no, right? Yeah, no. I mean, I'll be, look, it's about right. It's about what works for two people. What I consider a pain in the ass, someone might right. be like, "That's not oh, that's a pain nothing. in the ass." Right. That's nothing. You right. know, like, I'm, I'm just sort of throwing a little funny out there. But, but I, but I think you are a pain in the ass. <laughs> in particular, because why do you say that? Because you said you. I made a comment on your Twitter today. And you just did not respond in a way that I that I felt as though it was becoming. Oh, how I, well, well, let's put it out there. You you know you open the door. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean you won't pay for dinner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> <laughs>
We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get that, but does everybody know we she, are, will, oh, she will not I'm, be for dinner? I'm revving up. Mm. I'm, I'm revving. No, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. But no. That's, that's but, your. That's miss. You're misspeaking right there. I mis- we're gonna, okay. Okay. We're gonna get. Back we're to gonna that. get to that because I got that. a lot. To, oh, you. I'm getting fired up about right, it. So but, let's. But let I want to get through this Dom right, sub drop right, thing so because. Let, so let me go back. I find it very interesting. So let me go back. So. Yes. Right. So so when you build these kind of things up within a person, right? And she was feeling some sub-drop at that point in be- between those 30 days. But then, you know, you have people that are telling you, look, stay with it, be patient, da-da-da. And see, she was a little, con- well, not confused, but she was, had some doubts. And I, I just had to talk about his this man's character because when she met him from, like, the time they met, you know, we were... We were talking her and I as friends and she was just telling me how great this dude was and I and she was saying certain things that he was asking her to do or having her do that I was like yo I like that like that was really solid I could understand why he asked her to do this and she can't see it right and and it's to the point where he was recommending some things I was like damn I gotta put that in my own arsenal I gotta put that in my own little arsenal that's nice because, and I could just see he was building up consistency in her behavior. He's building behavior in her. And not everybody is capable of having behavior built in them. But now, if you have a situation where a person is building that up in you, and then they just completely just say, all right, this is over. That's drop. That's, 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 that's hit the wall drop. And I've had some people do go through... I've only met one or two people that has Wait, lost say a that again. Like that. Say that again. So you're saying somebody just basically... If you, what, build up, you... if you build up this long standing with this person and you're doing these extreme plays and you just completely end your relationship, uh, you know, I've, 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 I've only heard of that rarely. But that that's a complete... Uh, but... A lot of times oh, when I hear these, God. a lot of times when I hear a lot of some of these subs say, "Oh, sub drop, sub drop," I'm like, "Man, you set yourself up for drop." Like, dude was an asshole the whole time. <laughs> like, come on, y'all, he was a jerk the whole time, and then you get mad when he finally bounced because all he wanted was sex, and the, and the boss you around a little bit. He wasn't giving yeah. you nothing intelligent to do. He wasn't giving you nothing to think about. He wasn't making you a better person. He was giving you your fantasy. And then they yeah, get to say it's drop. Were... You dropped yourself. Yeah, yeah. You don't give yourself to someone that can't show you that they have good character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yes, absolutely. So what, I... are, you, so what are you thinking about? Because you're thinking about something. I'm thinking about something. Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking about something. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, this my God. That's what we do. Yeah, I got some little pins and a dial over here with you. And I'm just going to stick some pins on you cuz I got you. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I'm 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 sort of struggling a bit with my situation. And so, um some of the stuff we're talking about, it's like like you know. <laughs> it's a, it's a very deep game. And this is why and this is why drop is so real, right? Because Yeah. Okay, if you lose a if you lose a boyfriend girlfriend relationship, like ah damn, I wish that would have worked. But I'm gonna keep dating, you know. I'm gonna keep dating. I'm gonna see, you know. Well, after a while, you're like, I'm gonna get myself back out there, right? Mm-hmm. And 
in that vanilla world, it's very easy to just meet person after person. That's you know, la, 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 let's see where it goes. La, la. But when it comes to finding someone that's into this and that can command you in a certain way, I mean, it's just not easy. That just makes it a little harder. And so part of the drop is the realization that not only are you kind of starting over, you're by yourself, but now you're starting over and trying to find some someone very rare. And, and they don't necessarily always have to be in the lifestyle, too. Like, they can just be a dominant man. Yeah, I don't, you know, maybe it's maybe it's naive and maybe every time, you know, maybe every the first time somebody found themselves in this dynamic and then broke from it, you know, that, that when it was their first experience with it, maybe maybe you always feel like I'll never find this again. Like mm-hmm. I uh, you know, I think that's where I'm like I'm I'm thinking like if you know, like, I don't, I, I, I don't reasonably expect I will find it again. I'm not, and I'm not being a Debbie Downer. I just, right. I just kind of know how hard and how long it took to develop it, and that's the way. This is just the way I am. You know, I'm not. Um, it's just not something easy for me, and it take just it. You know, because. It just didn't come easy, and so I know that, you know, if so, if somebody gets my submission, they've they've beyond earned it. I mean, they have more than fucking earned it. But, uh, you know, it's just for me to imagine that playing out again. It's kind of hard. You think, can this really be duplicated? You know, and right. and so there's a part of you that thinks, I don't think so. You know, I just don't think so. And, um, and, and it's funny that you talk about, um, you know, like taking a 30 day break, because I'll tell you what, that's really been on my mind. Mm. And I've been considering saying, Hey, let's take a 30 day break. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord, Jesus (laughs) Me initiating it just to saying, Hey, let's take a 30 day break. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't know why I don't good that's good I just feel like maybe I'll get some and some of the things that I need answered might be answered whether or not that's true or not I don't know it's probably all leading to the same place anyway and maybe I'm just stalling that or delaying that but um yeah so I I, I got some shit on my mind yeah for sure (laughs) you know what let me say this though Because I, I understand what she's saying. Like, after dealing with Nikki and all that, you know, it's like, ah, I kept, you know, dating, dating, and I kept, you know, boom. Then I, you know, I did this one girl. She was really nice. It didn't work out. But she was not, she was a submissive woman, but she wasn't into the kink. But she was a submissive woman. Yeah. And I mean very yeah. submissive to the point where, like, she studied Japanese culture the whole night. Yeah. And, um, you know, and she was like, if you really want a real submissive woman, like a, a true submissive woman. She's like, get you a Japanese woman. But either, anyway, I'm saying all that to say that I've been through many different style relationships. And now, don't, don't, my, don't please, no, Japanese women, no, do not blow up my inbox. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> not, I mean, listen, this this woman, this woman, her name is Ro Cutno. 
She wrote yeah. a book called um, Men Lead, Women Follow, Everyone Wins. She's she's based this book off of interviews of over a thousand men who's married that come from families that are married and no divorce. Those men are married, never been divorced, come from parents that are married, never divorced. So she's interviewed thousands of men across the world. She's a world traveler. She speaks three different languages. And she's a and this book is just real real talk. The book is is a it's an easy read. It's really nice. Really nice. And it talks about being like really women being submissive and feminine and nurturers. But let me keep I, going. So I'm saying all which that. Which I'm telling you, I believe that 100. percent By the so way, what, I'll just so, throw that out there. Yeah. So I'm what, I'm, so what I'm saying is, after some other situations, I realized, damn, you know what? I, I just gotta deal with a submissive woman. Like I just, it, it has, it, it has to be that way. Like I can't yeah. do, I can't do with anyone that just ain't with it. And yeah. and there's and there's nothing wrong with anyone else that that's not with it. But I just gotta have that because that works. It's easier for me. It's easier for me in an energy way for me to give and it come back to me. You know, I yeah. feel like some women are just a little bit too much work, and sure. I get that. Like you just want to be work. If you want to be work, you do to be work. I'm cool though, because I like a woman that. And a friend of mine said this. I had drinks with a friend of mine last week, and she was like, "You know, you just like women that cater to you." And I'm like, "To a degree, but to be a self reliant man, no." Do you know what yes. men? You guys are simple. You break it up. Oh, I was just saying. Um, you know, I think they're pretty simple, for the most part, and they want sex and food. No, stick to are, you, are, you, are you moving around? Because that that audio is bad. Can you say that again? No, I said. Um, I think men are pretty simple. They want sex. Good food, and you know, and just say nice things to them. Right. I mean, right. is it does it go much? I mean, I know that's pretty generic, but does it go much beyond that? No, even with all it, this, I mean, I mean, it just likes to be appreciated for his work. That's what I mean. Say yeah. nice things to them. That's what I mean. You should, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's not that deep. Have some, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> it really isn't. It's not that I know. Deep. I know. That's why. I like doing it. It's not. It's not complex. Like, I feel like, I feel like you guys get the short end of the stick. You know. Oh, you know. You have to try to figure out women, and we're so complex. You know, mm-hmm. we're just we're crazy complex creatures. And then you know, and guys, that's the beauty of guys is that they're so straightforward for the most part. It's straightforward. You know, it's really not. It's not a Rubik's cube. It's you know, you're not solving a puzzle here. You guys are, you know, men are, for the most part, simple, simple and straight, simple, straightforward. It's fabulous, right? For women, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I think, and um, and I feel like guys, it's much harder for you because we are more a little more complex and complicated. Although, you know, like when you talk to a guy about it, like. I'll say, you know, I'll use Cowboy Ann as, as an example. I'll always say, like, oh, my God, I, you know, like, feel so bad for you. you know, <laughs> how do you put up with me? Right. <laughs> he doesn't see he doesn't see it that way. You know, I mean, he doesn't think. 
I think I'm all complicated and he thinks I'm I'm fully transparent. And I'm like, I am not. I'm a mystery. I'm an enigma. You know, and he's like, no, no, you're really not. Oh, you're not. You're not. You're <laughs> okay. Not. Okay. Well, I just like to think of myself that way that I'm, you know. <laughs> I mean, we all have secrets. But, but I'm mean, this little, that I'm this complicated little puzzle that you got to put together. But apparently I'm not. You know, here's the funny thing. The yeah. funny thing is the way you live your life, the way you, the things that you are into for yoga and those things. And you like to talk. And so when I say that, you, you like expressing yourself. You like to, you like to, you're intellectual. So you like to know what people think and, and you ask questions, you're inquisitive. So an observer, which a good dominant should be, understands that and he listens. You know, a lot of men talk, you know what I mean? But they're not listening to a woman. They hear a woman, but they're too busy trying to figure that something out or they're trying to, or they're trying to um, respond to something that she's saying or figure something else out. No, just men just need to listen and observe a woman. And when you observe a woman like that and listen to her, you find a way to build things around her, you know? And that, that's how you construct the relationship, in my opinion. You got to yeah. know who you're dealing with. But a lot, but you don't have to ask for so many questions. Women like to talk. And if you have a talkative, intelligent woman, she's going to let you know that, number one, I'm intelligent. And she can basically explain herself. And you just let her do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why he said you're very simple. Because you explain yourself. And so he, 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 he allows himself to listen to you. Instead of casting judgment on something that he don't agree with you about. See, a lot of men are bitches. They be looking to disagree with a woman like, uh, or they too busy trying to strong arm you into something mentally. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know why a man would try to intellect, like, if you're dealing with an intellectual woman as a man, are you just, you're just ill-prepared. Unless you're like a psychopath or some shit, but you know, you're ill-prepared, Ill, you're, you're Ill you know, social, you know what I'm saying, a sociopath, like you got, like you're yeah. ill-prepared to deal with an intellectual woman. Cause, sure. Cause if you, if you, if you turn it into game playing, like we just, we just don't think that we don't have that kind of expansive, expansive mind for those kind of things. So yeah, just let her talk and listen. And then as a diamond, you're supposed to get them the things that work well with them, you know, right. like. If you have a woman that uh, that works at a desk or something like that um, behind a computer and you're like, yeah, I like to get a journal of your day or whatever like that, blah, 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 or certain things like that, they could do that. But if you have a woman that's very hands-on doing something else, she may not have time to do certain tasks that you might like. So you got to give her tasks that she can do. And some of it has to be a little challenging, but you can't be a dick about it. You know what I'm saying? You can't give yeah. her things that, that that she's gonna fail at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, if you make her if you if you set her up for failure and she fail, you're just doing that to get some sadistic shit off, in my opinion. Yes. You know, people are gonna fall short, period, of all of our expectations at some point in time, somewhere with something. But, you know, your your expectations are your own to be responsible for. It has nothing to do with them. You might have been expecting them to do something that was unrealistic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know a lot of people in relationships like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. <coughs> oh, okay, edit that out. 
I'm glad I. I'm, see, I told you I'm hitting you hard with these pins. I'm hitting you hard with these pins, baby. You like this boy? He preaching the gospel in here tonight. Yeah, I got it for you. What? Oh, taking me to church. Um. So, but where where do we end up with the? I want to talk about. Let's go back really fast to the sub drop. Mm-hmm. Part. Mm-hmm. Um. Or the dom drop. We're trying to talk about. We're just talking about anybody. Anybody dropping, um, and what I again, I don't know. I I can't think of a specific scenario like after you know a, a heavily involved scene with cowboy and where I would where I felt or the even the next day or a week or anything where I felt um, any kind of sub drop but what I can tell you is that when you have you know because we're not around each other all the time that there is a a high sensitivity to not having it you know that dominant and for me that dominant energy Mm -hmm. um, and it can it can really amplify the, you know, the someone's absence. So, you know, you're not just, it's not like you're just missing them. It's you, there's something that they have that you can only get from them that you need. Mm -hmm. And it's a very strong pull and very strong need. Mm -hmm. And it's like a physical need. It's not just like, Oh, I miss him. You know, that kind of a thing. Right. You really like, there's times when, you know, I, I need in that moment that I need that dominance. And it's, if you haven't experienced it, I mean, other, other dominance and other submissives, they get what I'm talking about. If you haven't experienced that, it's hard to, you know, it's really hard to kind of understand, but it's something that, you know, that would be the closest thing I could sit when I'm feeling that need and I can't have it. That might be the closest thing to sub drop that I could point, you know, reference to. Right. I don't, I don't, and I don't know. And I say that with, you know, I say that Mm -hmm. with a grain of salt because I don't really know if that's Mm -hmm. what other people in the community would consider sub drop per se. But, but, you know, I, I, I have, I do feel that I have felt that and it's just very intense. It's like, mm-hmm. you just, you really need them or want that, you know, and crave that, that dominance. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's not something, like I said, it's not like, it's not like you're just like, oh, I need a buddy. I need a friend. I need that, you know, or I need, I need to have sex with someone, you know, it's not, it's not even, it's not, that's, that's not it. You know, it's just like, you need that energy. So whether it's the guidance, the control, whatever it is, you just like have to, you need it. And if you can't have, there's times when you can't have it. It's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. it's a big fat bummer. Do you know? Yeah. It's like, I really need to relate to somebody and, in this way, on this level, and there's no suitable replacement. 
Do you know what you do you know what good you know do you know what good men are in relationships? Uh what? Good men are the ones who when you need them the most, when you need them, they know exactly what to do. That's a very comforting position to be in in a relationship. Knowing that the person that you're with, no matter what you're going through, if you call them or if, or if you need them in some way that they can do it, like you know they can do it. Like even if you're having a bad day, you like you lost and you just don't, you, you, you got all these things and you don't understand how they relate and he just come and just put it all together for you, present it to you and you like, Wow! Oh, you cut. Wait, you cut, you cut out there. Say it again. Wait, say that again. That last part you did, you cut out. You I said, like, even they... if you have, I like even if you have one of those days where like you you know you might be emotional or confused about something or you got all these things going yeah. on, you just really can't put it all together, and then you just know I gotta call him. You call him and or you see him, and he just be like boom mm -hmm. boom 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 boom, simplify it for you, and it's like that motherfucker just hit the game with a shot. Need that. Exactly. Game with a shot. Exactly. When the game is on the line. Yeah. I just know the ball in his yeah, hands. I mean, just, we good. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's For sure. No, and it's, and it's the same way having a submissive that you damn sure know that you put a lot into, and she knows exactly what to do when you need her to do it, and like she should be able to anticipate your needs, and that's the whole connection. And so, maybe to a degree, when you have that, and then he's not around, or you, or he's not able to give you something in some area, maybe you do feel a sense of loss, you know, but maybe not complete, maybe you feel some kind of loss, even like having a scene, right? Because scenes have a mental and a physical part to it, right? But when the dime is not around, it's completely mental. It's completely mental yeah. <clears throat> right and and that's where those those consistencies come in and you know and then when you need it if you need a talk or something like that he's available or if you need yeah. to see him yeah you can oh no make yeah sure. available oh yeah it doesn't you know. have to be it doesn't have to be yeah i mean i want to clarify it so it doesn't have to be you know a physical sex act like you said it's it just like it could be you know he can hear my voice and know what's going on with me and just know how to sort of soothe that you know and and address it and I, I don't think, set, set my mind right right I don't think there's enough conversation being had by men that are dominant that are that that their views are being represented um, and that's one because men don't really talk and two women are writing the story of BDSM that's just what it is they're writing the story of BDSM there's not enough men with their input really saying what it is and I, and for my Dom Drop uh, podcast it really was a podcast about how men deal with breakups for the most part because we process them even if you're a dominant and blah blah men process Felt relationships kind of all one way. Uh, and I listened to that and I did find that very interesting because 
and it yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, I mean, I was like, that's the difference. Yeah. I was like, wow. I mean, that you're going to process it as a failure and women, you know, we're going to process it as the loss and, you know, the, the sort of more the tragedy of it. And I think that men are going to, they're going to process more the mechanics of it. Yes. Like what, you know, what, what, yeah, what went wrong, right? I mean, and, mm -hmm. and and you're gonna and you're gonna take that on, women. Women, we're not sitting there going, oh, you know, like how to like feeling like it's our fault or you know anything. We're not looking at the mechanics. We're not going. Right. How did this is this is a uh, this is a failure. This is a fail. You know, like how did I fail as a woman? No, we're not thinking that. We're like, right. you know, we're just we're heartbroken or we're pit, you know, it's like that asshole or, or I'm so, you know, I'm heartbroken. I'm so sad, mm. you know, like I miss him. You know, right. like we're, we're caught up in the emotion right. and you know, you, and the men are caught up in the mechanics or the nuts and bolts of it, which I found, you know, I know that, but hearing it again, I was like, wow. Yeah, that's right. You know, like but, this is how we're different. But you know what though, yeah. but, but the emotion, even for men, is there? It's not that men aren't. Sure. It's not that men aren't emotional. Like women, like oh, men don't know how to deal with their emotions. No, it's just the way we deal with them is not a way that y'all approve of. You know, because y'all, 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 y'all allow yourselves to let the emotion, like, like y'all really feel it, and you know, you explore these other things. Men are just looking at how failure, what went wrong, how did you wrong, but there's a lot of emotion that goes in that. Like, I, you know, like, there's a lot of people out here just doing mm -hmm. stuff just to do it. But real men, like, true men get in relationships to build something. If you're not trying to build nothing, then you're just yeah. fucking around. But, you know, if you're really trying to build something, like, you know, do something together. Partner and stuff. You know, business and all that. Like, relationships is business, too. So, like, if I can't, if I can't really... I mean, what is it? You... I mean, if you got two dynamic people, how can we not make money together in America? I just don't understand how we just can figure something out. I mean, whether it be, you know, you got to have some interests that keep your relationship going. It just can't be based on just love or just BDSM. Like, your relationships have to be kind of multifaceted to keep it interesting. To have things that, yeah, bind, sure. that bind y'all together. So what I'm saying is there's not enough men having conversations like this they're not enough men telling you telling you ladies that the way we are emotional about the failure because we are about building something with a woman and so there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into a man that could just be out here doing whatever he want with whoever he want right yeah. with, with impunity you know so for him to say forget all that I'm gonna build with you you know uh, when that doesn't work, his emotion is in that. His emo his yeah. emotion is a lot of our emotion isn't in the love loss. It's it's everything the vision that we had for where we could what we could do together is lost. Yeah, you know, because I'm you know I'm looking at long term play right now. If I'm gonna do something, it's gotta be serious, you know. So. It's got to be a long-term vision with it. It just can't be some fuck-around shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, I know. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, 
Yes. I, I have, like, right now, you know, I, I, ha I will have both, you know, fuck around shit. And, <laughs> and, um, but I'm more about the long-term vision. Right. At the, definitely. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, there's, the, the fuck around shit doesn't even touch the, you know, the, the long-term stuff and I don't need the fucker I mean I don't need the fuck around shit I can right. you know we've had that we've we podcast about this before we've talked about this before it doesn't have to be that way there's nothing better in my opinion than you know when 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 you and the like you said when you know when when and it's all coming together you're hitting on all cylinders it's not just you have you have the sexual and the physical and the mental and the emotional but you also have you know the the long-term kind of vision together you know where you're supporting each other in in what it is that makes you tick whether that's business for me it's business you know like that's what I just love and, and or you know whatever that other person loves you know and 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 just really promoting the best in someone else you know right. I, That's I don't know that it gets any I don't know that it gets any better than that like I don't have I don't have a better definition than that you know right there mm -hmm. just to just just when all those things come together it's very rare it's you know it's very right. rare and so and so that's what I'm saying so the there's you know the 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 fuck around side stuff just you know having sex with somebody doesn't you know never compares or comes even close to you know that that big picture and I and I have to give a caveat I have to give one caveat because I just want me I just want oh. I want people to be to understand that I'm a intellectual I'm a Virgo and I'm, I'm very good at compartmentalizing my life and so other than my me too you, you, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Hello. Do okay. you know me? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's not right. So, so I'm you, the queen of compartmentalization. Right. Exactly. That's what makes me... That's a, Come on, that man. makes me a machine. That, But you, you trying to be efficient. Everything, that's what I mean. Everything, right? Yeah. Everything has its, everything has its place, uh, right? Uh, and we just try to keep everything. We just try to keep the mashed potatoes from touching the peas on the plate. <laughs> I don't need the mashed potatoes. And don't, you don't the peas. I, don't, I don't need them touching. I don't have to eat them together. No, I eat them. I eat I my that. peas and you know then my. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna keep all that yeah. separate. You see? Yeah, that's right. That's how. But yeah, separate so, but equal. So you understand. <laughs> So I'm not. A, I may not be a good authority to speak on how all how all dominance or men process failed relationship. But what I'm saying is, as an intellectual man, that's how I process it. It's not that I don't. You know, I'm yeah. disappointed. I'm not. I'm, sure. I've never been disappointed in the love that I lost. Never, never. But I've been disappointed in the the failure of the relationship. Absolutely, and knowing that I gave my best. But I realized where I didn't get my best was the choice that I was making. I wasn't making the best choice, but I was giving my best, making a bet with a bad choice. I realized that. 
So I got to get better. Right. I know. Right? Mm-hmm. So I got to get better mm-hmm. at that myself. Oh. Uh-huh. That's what I mean. Sometimes you give your best to the wrong scenario. Yeah. And that, and that, and that, and what happens is people have a false sense of, like, well, I gave so much of myself to the relationship. Yeah, but if you made a bad decision from the beginning, you gave your best a, a failed situation. You was just, you was trying to keep plugging the holes in the ship. It was too many holes, boo. That's, that thing was sinking. That thing was sinking fast. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a sink- sinker from the on, start. Man. Come on, it was a sinker from the start. And then some people, you, you didn't, you couldn't see the shit. <laughs> You know, it's a singer for the yeah. Come on, that, man. You're just you, yeah. You were trying to stick a square peg in a round hole from the get go. I mean, you know, you know we, we've from all, the get go, we've all yeah. been there. I can't even use my energy. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inks the Experience Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed today's chat. We'd love to hear your experiences. And your feedback. Follow us on Sir INQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Kingspace.